Hello there, this is Alan Crew, one of your co-hosts for the Likuliku podcast. How are you doing these days? Do you easily feel bothered by what's happening around you? Whether it's a general situation, your current life conditions, or something that your spouse, relatives, or even friends are doing or saying. Change is always happening around us, and I think it's fair to say that changing and adapting ourselves to our environment is critical for our survival. You'll probably agree that dinosaurs weren't very flexible, so when change suddenly happened, well, you know the story. As mighty and powerful as they were, they got replaced by insignificant little mammals that were able to hide inside the cracks and outlast the longest winter. In this episode, we connect these two ideas, that our ability to change positively is important, but also that there might be treasures hidden in the things that bother us and make our blood boil. As a side note, we're slowly upgrading the quality of the podcast, so hopefully you'll be able to notice that we're working behind the scenes to continuously improve your listening and viewing experience. So now, sit back and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Likuliku podcast, It Ain't Funny After All. It is the place where we discuss the deeper, less comfortable experience of being human, and we relate with one another to understand how to better live in a world that has stopped making sense. and welcome, welcome once again to the Likuliku podcast, It Ain't Funny After All. And today we are doing a section called Bother of the Week, which you may have heard on another episode before or not. And to do that, I welcome first my two favorite co-hosts, Amy Dangin. How are you, Amy? Hello, Alan. Hello, Devi. I feel much better now. <laughs> hmm. 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 Makes me want to ask a question, but I'll, I'll hold that for later. And Devi Kusardi, how are you, Devi? Hello, Alan. Hey, me. I'm good. It's good to be here, as always. Right. So I'm tempted to ask what, what is it that you need to feel better about, Amy? But today is my turn. It's my bother of the week, ah. right? So for <laughs> those of you who are not uh, familiar with, with this yet, that's totally okay. The principle is that we want to be a little bit more human, a little bit more authentic, a little bit more real. And that means a little bit messy most of the time. So in that space, we allow ourselves to be a little bit more on the ranty side of things, you know, not being perfect, not being ideal. Mm. And what I'm bringing to the table today is, in a nutshell, it's people trying to change you. So it's that time where, you know, the conversation that you're having with uh, somebody is quickly sliding into a different mode where it's not like exchanging opinions and thoughts and experiences. And it suddenly becomes about you being the problem. Mm. The other person knows what the problem is supposedly, and you need to fix it quick or else. Mm. So right. in terms of, in terms of context, you know, it's, um, what really frustrates me is partly that 
it happens very very uh suddenly and you can you can kind of feel that there're not really too many options for you because the minute that you feel this in your body then it starts to hijack your brain and you you know the number of options that you have to to reply to the person is is becoming very very limited and yeah. that's when you you can start to get angry or you know your your fingers start to come out and you start to point out <laughs> the the other person and then you start to feel like you're perfect and they're the one that's causing the problem and you know yeah. the rest right does it sound like hey how are you doing oh uh, yeah i've been feeling a little sad and low lately oh you need to pray more then suddenly it it oh, may gosh. have started initially as something that you thought the person's asking um genuinely wanting to know how you are doing and then suddenly they're giving advices unsolicited advices on how you should be doing things is it something like that i feel with my experiences like the ones that i'm talking about are the 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 explosions that lead to sometimes loss of friendship and and stuff like that like those mm. those really big ones like the one that you say it's just like you can roll your eyes and leave you know or right. you can but but the other one is just like you're on the brink and something's been you know boiling and uh um I remember one time and it it was it was one time where when I reflect on it you know it's like this person who you've never really seen to be taking other people's comments and feedback mm. um doesn't say sorry about any of the things that they've messed up that people you know in a group would agree that you know they have they have a part to play it's never 100% right mm. and then that's the person that you have in front of you and they're like you need to take a good look at yourself in a mirror <clears throat> and yeah. I'm like okay I guess I could take that but I'm not sure I can take that from you <laughs> <laughs> yeah like when was the last time that person did what they suggested you do right yeah and then like if that person looks in the mirror and I'm pretty sure they do like it would be more like Oh, you're so handsome. Let's conquer the world today, you know? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Narcissistic much? <laughs> Something like that. Right. Let's yeah. not throw diagnosis, uh, you know, <laughs> around like that. But. For all you know, people could be saying, I'm narcissistic. I don't know. Well, we all have like narcissistic tendencies, right? Yeah, like sometimes we we're a little bit full of ourselves, but it's just when when you know enough of a person over time that you know that they don't take feedback. This you know? this whole labeling thing could be an entire new episode that we can talk about in another uh, in the show, right? In another episode yeah. in itself. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, how about Devi, how do you relate to this people trying to change you? <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, annoyed, you know, like like um like you both, you know. I I don't think anybody I don't think anybody in this world would like it when when somebody's trying to change them because change in itself is hard, can? Right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, but um I think for me I I kind of made it easier you know, um, 
uh, last couple of years lately, you know, I've managed to just put people in, in compartments. So there's like two. So one are for those who, um, who I will listen to, who I will take criticism from. Mm. And then, and then the rest, which is the majority of people that I just, I won't take criticism from. And those people, I just don't care. So even if they say, even if they say annoying things, I just say, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to even go there because I'm not even listening to you. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's only so much yeah. change that you can, you can go through. Right. And then you, you kind of have to, um, select your channels right you can't watch yeah old tv so you have to choose which are the channels that that give you the information that you want to receive otherwise yeah. you just end up confused and overwhelmed by everybody trying to change you yeah and, yeah because uh, the whole world's trying to change you you know yeah because yeah. <laughs> otherwise that's how it feels and it's unhealthy you know so yeah and, and there's, there's no way to actually take all the criticism because a lot of the time it will actually be uh, contradictory. You take two different people's criticism of you and they'll, some of them will say that you're one way and some of them would say that you're the other way. How do you please both? You can't. Right. Some people say you're too loud. Someone said you don't speak enough. Speak enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, eh? <laughs> Confusing, yeah. 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 I yeah. definitely agree that there is use in um, being able to screen people, although I must admit that I'm not there yet. I'm still <laughs> recovering from my decades long of people-pleasing behaviors. And it's not easy to, uh, to be able to tell whose words or whose criticisms I should listen to and whose I can just... <laughs> You know, just comp like that compartmentalizing ability, that's something I see as a level of wisdom that I would like to have someday. I guess it's somewhere that I'm trying to reach. I'm working on it. And yeah. it's an, yeah, it's a needed skill. I, I imagine that once you're able to do that, it's easier to not um, be too affected by the whole world's opinion of you yeah right mm. right yeah so i mean um, i guess there's a there's a more and more those kinds of things are coming out in the mainstream right i mean <clears throat> i'll stay politically correct and but there uh, there's a book that's called you know the art of not giving uh something right <laughs> giving <laughs> a cut <laughs> yes uh, something you can uh you can you can google it and you'll you'll find it but it's basically if you care too much about every opinion you you just can't function yeah you know so it's part of self-care is 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 to realize what are the voices that we want to listen to because then we can really take it to the deep end where we do the work and the work's going to take a while so uh, if we change direction every five seconds we're not going to get there mm. so right. it's important to realize that um but i i think it's going on the same direction that that david was uh, was going but 
are are the people is it a mutual relationship like is the person who's telling me to change are they going to be there for me in the long run mm. and if i actually if we have a reverse conversation in the future and i find that there is something that i feel they would need to change will they listen back Mm. Yeah, I think I think that's really important. I mean, those handful of people that I said, or the people that in the compartment that I listened to, when they asked me to change, those are the people um, I listen to them because I know that when they ask me to change, that they're also going to be there after. So it's like, what happened after? Are they going to stick around, or are they just going to like, Debbie, you need to do this, 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 okay? And then they're just going to like, whoop. But I'm not responsible. I'm not going to be here to support you. So that's not really supportive, right? That's just like trying to criticize me, coming on hard and um, not wanting to. I always believe that if you want to ask somebody else to change, you need to take on that responsibility of being there for that person. Because the process of change is not easy. Can so you accompany right? that person through the change. So I remember as much one as thing. you can, yeah, as much as you can, or even if, if it's difficult, like some changes are difficult, maybe you cannot be there all the way, but you know that you're going to stick around. Like at the end of that, whatever happens, even when you're screaming and shouting and arguing because the person's trying to change me, but at the end of that, the person are still going to be there. You know, it's like, Hey, Hey Debbie. And I'll be like, yeah, Hey. Most people are not like that. Most people just want to criticize you and they don't want to be responsible for their criticism of you. So the messy process of actually doing the work to do that change, it's not like suddenly you just like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize I was a jerk and now I'm going to flip that switch of not being a jerk uh, off, (laughs) you know? Yeah, but it also depends on what is it that they about you that they're asking to change right mm. i mean is it um is the change going to benefit you in the long term or is it something that's only going to benefit them um because some people want you to change because they want you to fit into their um expectations of you and mm. to something that they are more familiar with, not necessarily, uh, not necessarily beneficial for you in the long term. Well, I'll actually now right. that I think about it, you know, like um, I was struggling to put context because it doesn't really happen very often these days to me. I guess because of the lockdowns and you know, like mm. things can get heated when we we're sharing spaces with people, right? or we're co-working, doing things together, and we have different views on how it needs to happen. Uh, but but that one was like a few, a few years back. And funny enough, I think the whole root cause of why that happened in the first place is because I was changing. Mm-hmm. So I was changing, but the change was not facilitating the other person's desired, uh, you know, the the... The, yeah. the the vision that they have of what their life should be, and so uh. what what happens, and I think that that opens an interesting point, is that 
our friendships, mm-hmm. I feel sometimes they can hold us back. Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're a stabilizing factor in some way because people will get your back or whatever. But it's, it can also be conditional in the sense that you fit a certain role in the group. And if you try to change, you unsettle the dynamics in the group. And then suddenly mm. people are made to feel uncomfortable because they have to adjust. And and I'm not saying that this is going to happen right. every time. There are some groups that you will keep for a long time because you have the same idea of growth, of change, and and evolving yeah. is important. But for some people, it's it's this is not something that's in the picture at all. And so they will resist that change. And sometimes you just have to decide if that group is still supporting what is good for you as being a part of this world and how you want to see it. Or if you just have to say, well, it's sad, but, you know, I got to move on. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever they're asking you to change um, has to align, right? First of all, with your values or, or, or with the idea, um, with your ideals of where you know you want to go. Mm-hmm. Right has to al- kind of like align with um, what you have uh, proclaimed as your goals and your purpose. So yeah, and usually these are the kinds of people that will actually be there long term for you. Mm. They're tested through through time and space. Mm. I think that's uh, an important uh, factor there to see if these people are diamonds that, you you know, if they're keepers that you can actually listen to intently and then ponder, hey, wait a minute, maybe I should take a step back. Because they're the one who's going to be there for you. M- most of the time, I still feel that people who genuinely, ca- who who are just trying to change you to fit their agenda, mm. right? They're not going to be there for you that long. Especially when you've already kick and scream, when you've disagreed, right? They try to change you and you disagree. And then later on, it's just going to be, it's just going to spiral down and, mm. and kind of break the relationship. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it also depends on whether or not you want that person. I mean, is this person holding the kind of beliefs and um, values that uh, you want to have long-term in your life. I mean, I'm thinking, I, I don't know yeah. why, but when, you, but when you say people who are going to be there for you long-term, it reminds me of family, right? Mm. It reminds me of family. And sometimes the kind of changes that you want to make or the kind of person that you want to become uh, that you want to change yourself into becoming, do not align with the kind of beliefs or values that your fam- your family might have. And so, yeah, irregardless true. of whether or not they're going to they're gonna be there for you um, when you're in trouble or whatever, um, I th- do I want that person to be in my life long term anyway? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, but you yeah, can agree to point. disagree. Yeah. 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 It's like 
not not every single relationship is going to be totally aligned with one another. There are some people mm. that are there and they're going to get our back, but it's just like we don't poke each other. You know, it's like if if somebody wanted to change, then the change could happen and we can do that, but it's like not not trying to force people to change when they don't want to. Mm. Can we just accept that they're there in that space? And, you know, like for, for example, um, I think parents is a good example because, yeah. I mean, they have a few years before you were born and, you know, whatever change that they had to do, they've had a few, quite a few years to, to make it happen. And mm. I don't know if they really want, um, none of us are, you know, super young anymore. Right, we're like in the midlife crisis area, I guess. <laughs> and um, yeah. so our parents are not going to be super young. And so I'm not saying that you know you become resistant over time and whatever, but uh, they've they've lived enough that they probably get the the decision if they want to continue changing or not. Mm. You know, and we still need to kind of accept them. And but sometimes it's not gonna if if the 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 bridge the gap to bridge is too big some families just explode and in mm. some extreme cases it's it could even be better that the family is not together because you know you have abusive parents or you have like yeah. um you know people who are not um able to hold healthy relationships and they need to find out on the outside because sometimes the parents or the family cannot hold them anymore. They need to be able to find the answers from other people. Mm. Yeah, I think it matters um, the kind of people that we choose, uh, that we want to have in our life long term, mm. are those who are still going to be there for you, regardless of uh, whether or not you're going to change. Whether you change or you don't, you know, they're going to be there anyway. Yeah. Yes. Mm. But, yeah, okay, I got to mm. make a confession. <laughs> <laughs> Just because the person is a narcissist doesn't mean that they're wrong. <laughs> yep. I wasn't gonna do it because <laughs> it upset me and whatever but in the long run if we really if I really want to be the best version of myself and I really yeah. have you know it's kind of sexy these days you know you have a growth mindset or you don't you know mm. a fixed mindset or a growth mindset and you know of course I'd like to think that I, I have a growth mindset but there's there's caveats with that right because of my uh, limited uh, ability for change it can only happen so fast uh, but in that case I feel like the criticism wasn't completely out of place but I mm. just wasn't willing to receive it from that person and so I did my kicking and screaming and I did I made a lot of decisions that necessarily weren't uh, good for me immediately they were good for me in the long run because of all the uh, slaps in the face that I got as a result of me kicking and screaming that taught me the ultimate good lesson that mm -hmm. I would listen to right and so 
I think what's yeah. useful is just to to always, I mean, we're just sounding like a broken record, but we always need to have a space and a buffer to differentiate the the, the message from the messenger. Mm. Just because I don't like the person that's saying it and, and what they're saying don't mean that I can't benefit from it because facing the truth, no matter who is actually saying it, is, is something that I can benefit for years after I've made that change. And that person will probably be gone by that time, but it doesn't matter because I still get the benefits. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's always a little bit of truth when people yeah. are, are asking you to change, right? There's always some, some things that you can learn from yeah. it and why you're reacting that way, why you're kicking and screaming. And yeah. that's, that's something that, that's not easy to admit, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. not something that's easily, um, th that you can easily accept. Like maybe people say something about your way of doing things, the mm. way you say things. Oh yeah, I had, I have a lot, I had a lot of that. <laughs> and yeah, coming from people that I don't necessarily like too but when they say it um uh like you said we i might be kicking and screaming obviously i won't do it in front of the person because <laughs> i have ego <laughs> yeah. but then you go home and you go back and you think about it and like oh, there might be some truth to that damn it <laughs> yeah i don't like it's like a lot of the time we don't, and I've I've seen many people, it's not a criticism because we all go through the same stages. Um, but I've I've seen it many times in myself and others, like we we'd rather not even acknowledge that. And um I've, yeah. I've I've heard people not want to acknowledge it and eventually do it and tell me that, well, you know, Alan, if I say it, it becomes true. So then I don't I don't actually get to play the victim anymore because now that I've acknowledged that there's a problem I can't not do anything about it because then I'm not really such a good person mm. anymore and so a lot of the time what 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 we end up doing and me myself included is just like no la 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 it's fine I, you know the person is a narcissist and of course they're wrong <laughs> of course they're wrong they're not gonna know anything about me and whatever and and then after a while you're like um, yeah okay whatever <laughs> i have to do it <laughs> but for a different purpose because in that particular case i mean that 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 friendship just wasn't gonna mm. it wasn't jiving it, it had to go and so it doesn't matter how it happened and whatever i took the lesson from it it took me a while i'm still not done but I can use it for the other relationships that I have, uh, even if they're in different contexts, right? Yeah. Um, like, for example, maybe some people would, uh, I don't remember exactly what the thing was said to me, but I think it was something around the fact that maybe I don't work hard enough. Mm. And if I take an, um, a very nuanced approach to what what that was saying and how I actually incorporated that in my life is that it's maybe true that I was not actually hard working hard enough 
on what that person wanted me to work on because I didn't feel that what was happening, it was, it wasn't leading to growth. It was stagnation. Mm. It's, 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 uh, basically turning on the computer and doing the mindless work without trying to improve so that we can expand ourselves. It's like mm. menial, menial kind of life, you know, and then keeping me in that role so that I don't grow. Mm. Yeah. And the way I, the way I changed that was to say, okay, it's true that I don't want to show up and do the menial tasks. And it was a bit of a rebellion, but at the same time, what was happening is that I was having a change of career as well. And now when I have to do the menial task, I don't, it's not so bad anymore for me because I actually care for why I'm doing it. And the purpose behind it is meaningful. So it's not that I'm a lazy person. It's that I need, I don't mind buckling up when the reason is there. Mm. And it resonates with me. So I don't know if that makes sense and that's something that's useful. Yeah. Um, the whole time you're saying that, I was thinking timing. Mm. Sometimes um, the, the right comments might have come at a time that just is, is a matter of timing in a way, whether or not you are ready for that kind of change that these people are talking about. And sometimes I, your uh, experience, Alan, reminded me of my own experience with this uh, tight circle of friendship that I had in school. And um, I think there was an argument that erupted where everyone in the group pointed out something about me and I didn't like it. I was kicking and screaming. There was uh, <laughs> leaving the group. And it took us, it took me years to be able to accept that there was some truth to what they said about my behavior, that maybe I was too confront, uh, confrontational, um, too loud. There was some truth to that. And even though I did not, I refused to accept their message at that time, I see myself now, you know, years down the line making the changes towards the kind of behavior that they were pointing out about, the ones that I did not agree on and maybe subconsciously uh, processed to this up to this point. And don't yeah. you like yourself better? Yeah. You know, and maybe that process of changing to become the better version of me that I like better now Mm. might not have happened or might have happened much later if they did not make those kind of comments. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of this sounds really good, right? But it's the whole thing's messy. It's not like it's on paper and it happens according to a very specific sequence that you can tell how long it's going to take. And, uh, I think for me, it's a reminder that, you know, pain is something that we need to acknowledge. We can't just try to turn the knob down and just say, why don't I just shut down the pain so that I don't feel it anymore and I can just continue to be doing whatever I was doing. Yeah. We need to work with it. Yeah.
Yeah. Everybody letting that sink in for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A yeah. lot of takeaway lessons, though, I feel. Yeah. How do, how do we feel? How do you feel? <laughs> it's your, It's your bother, bother of the week. Better. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if that transpired, but it's not something that's like uh, smoldering hot and, you know, it's causing me a lot of discomfort. And it's a bit tender in the sense that, you know, always when you're acknowledging something that you wouldn't want to, and especially if you're doing it on public platform and the thoughts are coming, what if the person, what if I'm making a public thing where I'm acknowledging and apologizing about the behavior of mine what if that makes them right and me wrong and that look those kind of thoughts are kind of like always on the edge of the mind right <laughs> but it's uh for me it's about separating the ego from the soul so the soul is more like that thing that we we don't really know what it is but it's really us and there's a bunch of junk on top of it that we associate with ourselves, like we think it's us, you know, for example, me being a rigid person or not agreeing with certain types of behavior or whatever, like that's me, you know, I eat this type of food. I, 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 I have this type of behavior. I wear this kind of clothes. That's junk mm. on top of the real, uh, much simpler identity. Right. Mm. And it's the process of shedding that. And I think, we all go through it at different speed and in different uh, conditions, but I, it's really, really important to go through it. I would say it almost is the essence of life. Like, Oh, <laughs> so yeah, those, it's not super hot for me. Yeah, So you've processed already. Kind Still of, processing. I'm on think. the yeah, <clears throat> tail you know, on the tail of that, of that curve. Mm. But it still spikes from time to time when it's a really bothering topic. So I feel yeah. good, I think, to answer your, your question. Mm. Mm. And I think also for the benefit of our listeners and ourselves, change is not a bad thing. Mm. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people in our society still have that negative connotation tied to the word change, tied to the idea of change, because staying in a comfort zone is easier. <laughs> and change is a lot of work. And like we just explained, it's a messy journey. Yeah. And the benefits don't show up immediately. And that's one of the problems mm. because when, when we face a few struggles, when we start to change, like I said, sometimes the people who are close to us might notice, they might feel uncomfortable with us changing, even though it might be for the better of, of, mm. of our own uh, life. Right. And so when we see that it's good, sometimes we relapse and we go back to our old behaviors. Like, Hey, don't change, don't change. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Just, you know, we need to stay with the process and, uh, and, and have that space, I think, to, to, to distance ourselves from, like, is that really good for me? 
Um, do I want more of that? Is that taking me to a place where I feel better about myself, even though people are saying that it's not good for me? Um, do I want more of that? Those kind of very yeah. simple questions that you have in your bedroom when no one's there, you know, and you let your thoughts wander. I think that's mm. important. Yeah. Introspection. Yeah, contemplation, yeah. meditation, contemplation. all those kinds of things. Do we want to make yeah. takeaways for the audience? Like, I don't know if we've been rambling um, a lot. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, common with our bother of the week. <laughs> venting and rambling but it's okay <laughs> but yeah. yeah i think it's good to have um some takeaway so okay so let's go take away yeah. uh just because you don't like the person that's saying it doesn't make it doesn't mean it's not true so we need to have that space to to look at it and see if that's something that we want more for ourselves not because forget about the person that's saying it you know does that ring true I think that's something that we can that we can do. Um, we don't yeah. need to please everyone. There's mm. too many people to want to please, and so we need to think for ourselves what are the people that hold the truth that we want for ourselves. The people that are going to stay uh, in our circle and are saying the things that are going to be beneficial for us, not just because they have a personal agenda. And I yeah, think a lot of people are, that, are, that, that are coming to me are confused about that because they don't know how to sort out the, the, the wheat from the chaff, so to speak. The people that they should keep around them, the keepers, and the yeah. people that they should just, you know, tune the sound down and just like, it's okay. They can still be around, but they don't, they're not um, here for my, my growth, right? They're, yeah, their yeah, opinions you know, don't have to matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't have to have uh, a great impact on you. You don't have to allow that, right? Yeah. Amy, any anything from you? <laughs> Change any is constant. <laughs> <laughs> Change is the only constant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually. It's a lot of I truth mean, in yeah. that. I've I've always been I feel uh, uh been the kind of person I didn't used to see it as a good thing, but I've always felt uncomfortable saying in the same shape or space or place for too long. And so in that way, I think change has always been my friend. And yeah. it, it matters. Um, I think for me, the biggest takeaway from this conversation today is uh, customize your circle. Yeah, like what Alan just said and what, uh, Devi also pointed out earlier, pick the people that you think, that you feel uh, are thinking for, on, for the benefit of you and your circle in the long term. Don't just listen to every single 7 billion people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Um. For me, I think um, takeaway would be, we didn't discuss this. Oh, I think I did mention. Um, if you are asking someone to change, then also that comes with the responsibility. I think, I think it'll be good if all of us actually learn that. Like when you're asking someone to change, when you're criticizing someone, you also take the responsibility. 
So because that shows that you are real, that your suggestions are real and authentic for the good of the other person. It's not just so that they align with you and you know manip- in a manipulative way. So you want to facilitate that change. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, way, before yeah. <clears throat> before you ask uh, others to change, I think you need to think about that. Am I able to support them and help mm. them? Am I going to be there to even see the change and what does this mean for me? Because I think that helps also in how you receive change. And like Amy said, to know your circle, I think you have to go through this process first, owning up to your responsibility. When you request something, you own that. So, yeah. It yeah. feels like we're sliding into an episode about relationships. Which I don't think <laughs> but, we should. But it's all friendship about relationships. And, relationships. and we should just yes. talk about that another time. Yep. Um, okay. Just one last one, maybe for me, that um, it's a very practical tool that I use sometimes. Um, when I don't know if people are keepers or not, after I've had a big fight or something that I regret, I ask myself, would I be would I be willing to make an apology that doesn't have a but at the end? I'm sorry, period. I am sorry for how I acted and not I am sorry, but what you did is inexcusable and blah, 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 blah. Can I just say I am sorry, period, and stop there? Not waiting for the people to also apologize in return. If I'm ready to do that with that person, usually that tells me that that person is a keeper. Or that's... we're we're having a, a thing, like a good a good thing, good relationship. Relationships. Yeah. Don't put your butt in people's face. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, don't one. butt All people. Right. All right. I think that's good. We can uh, wrap it up. Uh, I hope this yeah. was useful for the listeners. And um, this is a space that we hope is demonstrating the ability that we have to relate to one another and to turn something that is hot and, and bothersome that we want to rant about, but just not ranting forever until we get angry and frustrated about things repeating themselves, but finding solutions, finding different takeaways, finding different perspectives so we can actually move on and move forward with the things that are irking us. So I hope that this was um, useful and um, hopefully interesting to listen to. And thank you very much to my two favorite co-hosts, Amy D and Davy K. Thank you. And we will see you in the next one. Out. 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 Oh, <laughs>